Hello, welcome back to the podcast and welcome to the fact that I have a new desk chair. If you are watching this, you can see that I have just overshot myself on spinning and trying to spin around in this chair and was just not facing the camera at all. Should I just do the podcast like this? Just you look at the back of my head the whole time. Honestly, I'm sure that people have that. I'm sure that exists. I'm sure there's a YouTuber out there who is like fully anonymous or something and it's literally just videos at the back of their head. I feel like that's a thing. That's got to be a thing. I, literally everything is a thing, you know? Like there's so m so many things out there <laughs> these days. So, um yeah, off to a good start. I did get a new chair. Very excited about that. And by get a new chair, I mean I stole it from my brother's room. That's the perks of being the youngest sibling and having all your siblings move out. Not even being youngest. I I like I don't know why I'm even still here, but <laughs> Oops, I am, but hey, I have a new chair, so we are thriving. Um, how are you guys? How's it going? Welcome back to the pod. I'm so happy you're here, and I just hope you are having a lovely day. I hope wherever you are, it is at least, if not warm, you have power, and maybe, hopefully, it, you are comfortable in your home. I, I can't even begin to imagine what it's like for everyone right now living in Texas and in other parts where there's just absolutely no power and things are really, really rough right now. Um, if you can, donate to mutual aid funds. Um, I have, I've posted a few on my story and stuff, but I will continue to do that. So on Instagram, I'm posting about it, but also you can just easily probably look up places to donate. Sorry, I wasn't prepared. I didn't expect that I would be saying this right now, but obviously it's very important and I should be saying it so here you go here's your here's your um reminder to go and just kind of I don't know be aware of what's going on it's weird because I feel like sometimes if I go a day without my phone or I'm not really on social media that much or something you know I feel like I get so like behind you know I, like things are just happening so quickly and so much is happening like literally so much is happening like who would have thought if you told me a week ago oh yeah texas texas like the state that is known for being hot texas is going to be fully without a power and like iced over and people are going to be just bar barely surviving i'd be like no <laughs> no there's absolutely no way so I don't know. I feel like this is kind of coming off a little bit insensitive. I really don't mean it to be. Um, it is It is tough. I do have family in Texas and we are in close contact and luckily things were not great for a little bit, but they're, they are getting better um, for family. But just, yeah, just donate if you can. If not, share as much information as you possibly can. Just get the word out to hopefully someone who can donate and stuff like that. But I feel like I say almost every time that, oh, I don't want this podcast to be like me talking about COVID or politics or something because I want to just say positive and have it be like a moment where you don't have to think about all the negativeness in the world. And then almost every single time I start the podcast out talking about something crazy that's happening in the world. But like I said, literally, there's always something happening. So there's always something to talk about, I guess, which I don't know. It's it's crazy. Anyway, I hope you guys are safe. I hope you guys are warm. I know that um, it is definitely icy here. A lot of people 
it's definitely super icy here. Uh, we have had a few ice storms. I think we had like the worst one in like the last 30 years or something recently. Um, and a lot of people lost power. A lot of places had to close. No one's like able to go into work, all that stuff. Um, so it's definitely, it's everywhere. Obviously, I'm not trying to say that here is better than tech or is like the same as Texas. It's definitely not. Um, but just saying like it's definitely no matter where you are you probably have some kind of natural disaster happening to you right now so please just be safe and be careful and I'm so sorry I hope you all the best I hope you all I, I hope to manifest for you and grant you just endless amounts of sweaters and blankets and power electricity lots of electricity for you um anyway enough on that I don't know I don't know I don't want to be I feel like I'm kind of out of my wheelhouse and what even is a wheelhouse i'm gonna look that up in one's wheelhouse baseball within the zone that it is most advant advantageous for a batter to hit a home run oh so when someone says something is in your wheelhouse it comes from a baseball who knew not me learning something new every day glad that we're learning things about baseball today <laughs> okay anyway sorry about that but hello welcome back of course um I'm looking here at my notes I, I've tried to plan this podcast episode for like a few days now and literally when I was doing it yesterday uh, literally all I wrote was how many times can I listen to long story short by Taylor Swift before I actually start to plan this podcast clearly not enough because I eventually cracked and just I I, I did it I did it while I was listening to that song, but <laughs> not much. I feel like when I say plan the podcast, I don't want you guys to think I have like a full on script because I want you to know that it's it's natural and it's kind of a train of thought thing. But I do have some like bullet points of, you know, things I want to talk to or talk about. And then just like if I have to reference anything, you know, proper names and whatnot. Last week, there was no episode. Um, if you saw that there was one for a hot second, no, you didn't. Um, I was in New York last week, got super caught up, tried to post an episode, but then just, I don't know, I don't know if it was just like, it was rushed, but it just, it wasn't the right time, not right, not the right time, not the right place. So I said, you know what? No episode this week. And that one went away very, very shortly thereafter. And for the best, I think, I think I, I need to focus more on, quality over quantity you know what I mean with the podcast it's something where you're like same thing with YouTube and and Instagram and whatever you're like okay you have to have a consistent schedule for you in order to like do well and stuff but I don't know I'm kind of thinking like I should be putting more effort into doing things that I like not just doing things because I feel like I have to that's like when it gets into the territory of me doing things you know for someone else instead of myself, you know, so last week's episode was a little bit of a bust and I'm glad it doesn't exist anymore. So <laughs> that's that on that. Um, and I just feel like, which is even funny that I'm saying that because I just like <laughs> the fact that I'm like, it's quality over quantity. And literally here in my notes, I say, I don't even know what I'm talking about with like five exclamation points because to be honest, I don't totally even know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about this topic that we're going to talk about today, which is cultivating creativity, which is something I definitely know. I, I like I know how to cultivate it, but I, do I know how to implement it and talk about it and share my knowledge? 
not really um enough enough I know it enough to make like a short episode for you guys <laughs> so um but I do want to give a little recap for you since I did miss last week I was in New York after all um it was so much fun I just to give you a little update on that it was amazing I went with Reese we went to um stay in his dad's apartment kind of like house sitting I guess if you want to put it that way it would like like I said in the podcast before like it wasn't really like a vacation it was more of like a let's go and stay here for a little bit and just like live our life here um I don't my hair looks so weird it's been back all day I just like look bad today I don't I'm looking at myself in the viewfinder and I don't like what I see what's up what is up Olivia why do you look like this I don't know. I need to like not care. I really hope that all of you who are looking at this or listening to this or whatever are just listening to it like on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever <laughs> because um your girl looks kind of cracked and it's not a cute look. I don't know. My hair has been back all day. It was like one of those days where I didn't shampoo my hair, but I did like I did shower, but whatever. I don't need to I don't need to <laughs> explain my shower habits to you. But anyway, um yeah so New York it was amazing I went with Reese we stayed in his dad's apartment which is so nice and it was just like so wonderful hospitality unmatched um huge thank you to Reese's dad for allowing us to stay there it was just like I mean (laughs) and I said this before I think but if it was a game of house like if we were playing house it's just it's my new favorite game ever (laughs) you know like I just I loved every second being there with Reese was really fun it was just really nice to like work side by side like that's something we haven't really done before and it just felt very adult and very grown up um and I I just liked it I don't know it just felt really comfortable it's like the second that we got there it just felt normal like it felt like oh this is yeah like there's no like adjustment period for some reason it just felt right you know like I like there were no problems like I know I mean it's not like we like moved in together it was literally just a week so we like I feel like subconsciously knew it was just a week you know so even though we didn't have like vacation hats on it was still like let's not mess this up I mean I don't know I, I wasn't consciously thinking that but I'm just saying like that's possible that that was the thing I mean I don't even know I, I think that also maybe I just have a good relationship and Reese is a really stand-up guy, so it's good. (laughs) It's good, and he's a good human, and he is very kind and caring and loving and all that stuff, so I mean, whatever. Again, don't need to tell you the, (laughs) like, explicit details of my relationship, but um, I just, yeah, it was really fun to just be there with him and act like real-life adults, and the thing is, I just feel like the second that I got there I was just like okay this is where I'm meant to be time to thrive (laughs) I've lived in New York before and it's just my absolute favorite place I it's like funny to me that when I had my job um right out of college I had a job kind of like still while the last few months of school and then like through the summer I had a job and I was fully prepared to move to LA like I was fully ready to move to LA that was the plan because I was like okay 
I have this job, let's go. But then obviously pandemic, it's just so funny to me that we all thought that, that like, oh, well, it's probably going to clear up in like a month, <laughs> maybe two months, maybe three months. And then like, here we are a year later and it's like, oh, still in quarantine. Yeah, same. Um, but yeah, it's just funny that I was so ready to go to LA. And then, and I even tried to like convince myself because I applied to so many jobs, like hundreds of jobs. I'm not kidding you. And the only job I heard back from was this job that I actually got and it was in LA and I applied to pretty much all jobs in New York or on the East Coast and then one job in LA and it was this one and I was like oh it's a sign like it's totally a sign like I meant to be in LA even though I only went there once and I hated it <laughs> and I've literally heard nothing but like bad things about LA I was like it's a sign I'm totally meant for LA like sunshine it's me like I'm so rainbow colorful girl whatever I don't even know what I'm saying but that's me and that's so LA and that's like whoever thought I'd be good for New York not me but like literally me my entire life being like I want to be in New York. I want to go to New York. And the thing is, like, going back there, going back to New York this past week, I was just like, whoa, <laughs> yep, this is it. This is where I am supposed to be. This is where I want to be. And I'm feeling good. And I don't know, it just, it felt right. Everything just, like, feels right in New York. Like, I, obviously, when I first got there, I, like, took me like five seconds to kind of like redirect myself and like figure out like how the city worked and stuff like that but you know like the first time that I took the subway I like got a new little metro card and then just like immediately like knew what I was doing knew where to go like obviously navigating the subway isn't that hard <laughs> it's not rocket science but it just like felt good to like be back in my element you know I was like it's been two years and I and I'm here and this is where I want to be this is what I want to do like the idea of me moving to LA was literally just a weird glitch <laughs> some weird blip on the radar and this is totally where I'm meant to be I mean I don't totally know if everything happens for a reason I know I've said that so many times and I know that I've said that everything does in fact happen for a reason so many times and I kind of am going back on that I'm going back and forth with it but I think like kind of think it does I kind of think it does um not saying that like COVID happened for a reason or you know really like tragic deaths deaths or like so anything just dramatic happens for I don't know <laughs> I don't know so don't quote me on that but I feel like me getting that job and then like COVID preventing me from going and then like I was gonna move in move to LA with like one of my friends we're gonna live together and then she decided to live with someone else and I was like oh no how could this happen to me and then like I stopped working at that job and then I, like I'm just thinking a lot lately about things like that things that are like in the moment I was like oh why is this happening like offended or like hurt that my friend didn't want to live with me and then I'm like I would I I'm not going to LA like I would literally never go to LA <laughs> like you know it's just it's interesting how in the moment you feel so like strongly about something and then like a little bit down the road whether it's like a few days or a few months or years or whatever like you look back on that and you're like oh yeah if that hadn't happened this wouldn't have happened and if that hadn't happened then this wouldn't have happened and I wouldn't be here today and I like where I am today I mean granted you're not always gonna like where you are today you know in that moment but eventually you will and it's like good to know in those down moments that you can be able to look forward to the times when you're like, you know what, one day I'm going to thank myself for this or one day I'm going to look back on this and 
think about how much I wanted to be where I am right now. You know, I feel like that's a quote that everyone is saying lately. And like, remember when you wanted what you have now or something like that? I don't know. But this is literally such a tangent. I'm kind of like rambling today, but I don't know. I've got my little spinning chair. I'm spinning back and forth and I'm just like feeling vibey. I haven't really done a podcast in a while. It's been like two weeks or something. So like alone here in my room and I'm feeling good about it. (laughs) I'm feeling good about it and I'm just feeling excited about it. I don't know. It's just easy to talk to myself, especially in quarantine (laughs) I mean I'm not seeing anyone and like since coming home from New York I I got a COVID test like the second that I got home but I didn't get a rapid test so I've literally just been exiled to my room (laughs) until I got my results back which is today so um negative hey oh awesome but so yeah like I've literally just had a lot of alone time since coming back from New York but whatever um (laughs) Anyway, back to the whole New York thing. It just is so exciting because I feel like just even being there for just one week, I was making so many connections and meeting people. And I wasn't really meeting that many people because, again, COVID. But um, I just feel like although New York is so huge and there's like bazillions of people there, um, it's also just so it's so small. It is so small at the same time. Like it's just crazy how every single person knows every single person and there's always a way to like make a connection or meet someone and like foster a relationship. I'm just like so excited about the idea of that. I had two really good experiences when I was in New York. Um, the first one was when I was go- going to meet up with my old boss, Jamie, shout out, love you. Um, and she was helping out a friend at one of her stores and um, it was just so great because like just the energy of being surrounded by like professionals and just empowered women I don't know I was like wow this is a really good environment just talking to Jamie and some of the other people that she was working with at the time like just talking with them getting advice from them and just I don't know I feel like there was a really good energy that was kind of like drawing me more into New York that's like so vague (laughs) and like probably just doesn't mean anything to you but I don't know I just feel like it's just all about like creating good relationships and like making friends everywhere you go and meeting people everywhere you go and just like knowing that there's always going to be a connection somewhere whether it's a connection to get you a job or like get you a couch to sleep on or who knows what a lunch date I don't know something like there's always something you know and I just feel like that was really cool like that was the first time like since being in New York this past week that I kind of got out and like saw someone else obviously masked up distanced whatever Um, but it was just like it was really good it was really just like I felt like I was back in my element you know and then the second time I did a photo shoot with um, some people at the company Patches and Pins. If you guys have heard of them, you definitely should check them out. I posted some photos of them on my Instagram. Um, and they also own a boutique called Mulberry and Grand. And we did a photo shoot. I was going to be doing some little sponsored like sponsored content creation for patches and pins and then when they saw that I was in New York they were like hey do you want to do like a photo shoot and I was like uh yeah and so once I like sussed out the situation realized I wasn't going to be mass murdered um not mad can one person be mass murdered no not really I don't know I like listen this is why I can't listen to like true crime stuff like uh, 
young women who listen to like true crime podcasts and watch true crime documentaries. I'm like, why? You are almost always, almost always, with the exception of what, like Jeffrey Dahmer, wasn't he like gay or something? I don't know. I don't know. But like, I feel like like they're almost more often than not, it is like young female alone. I don't know. I, I'm So I'm just, you know, I don't know how you guys do it. I'm too scared to listen to that stuff. But and so even though I don't even listen to it, that's always my first thought is like, OK, am I going to get kidnapped or murdered? Possibly. But once I kind of figure it out, get all the details, I'm like, OK, OK, I felt comfortable. So I went and it was so much fun. It was so much fun. The um, team of people that I worked with were so nice. Like the whole thing about New Yorkers being like rough and stern and rude is I just feel like that's like not true in a certain sense. The thing is, <laughs> the people that I feel like are rude are the people that are driving cars that literally just use their horn instead of a blinker and the people that work service jobs. And I think here's the thing, the people who work service jobs, the only reason why they're mean is because people are mean to them. They, you know, like it's not them. Like I'm obviously nothing but nice. Like I would never like just be like, oh, I'm in New York. So now I can be rude to people. God, no, I would never do that. But you know, it's just like, I would go into like uh, Dwayne Reed and be like, hi, how are you? Like, have a great day. And they just like wouldn't respond to a single thing I was saying. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And I get it. I get it. Sometimes maybe there's a chance that they didn't hear me because like masks and maybe they can't like, you know, you can't like see that I'm speaking because masks and stuff. So you never know. And I'm going to give these people the benefit of the doubt, obviously, because I... Why not? Why Why would you not, you know, just like treat people with kindness everywhere you go? So obviously, but it's just like, I don't know. I feel like the people that I've worked with, like Jamie and meeting her friends at the store, they were so nice and so helpful and just like inspiring. And I love talking to them. And then when I worked with the people from Patches and Pins, they were just like, incredible like such good energy so like positive and fun and like I made a friend out of that day you know like the girl that was there on set we could say it makes it sound so official on set with me that day she was so nice and so kind and it's just like even if you don't follow up on it like even if I never followed up on it or she never followed up on it just like the act of extending out the olive branch of being like oh my gosh yes next time you're in New York like text me we can like get drinks or something you know like just doing stuff like that is just like so nice I feel like just because now when I go back to the city whether it is like with Reese again or alone or I don't know roommates or something I, I don't know what to expect next time I plan to go to New York hopefully that'll be when I go permanently and move there but you know what I'm saying? Next time I go now, I feel like I have at least one person in my corner, you know, who if I need to, I could reach out to. I just feel like if you can like reach out to people, you know what I mean? Like if you can, if you ever are like meeting someone new, I just think it's a really nice thing to do. And I think it's just really helpful for someone if they're like new to a city or whatever just you know be that like kind person that you can lean on and like almost like 110 percent of the time out of 110 percent of the time they're not gonna reach out to you you know <laughs> like just being honest I mean like most likely I feel like I've given my number to so many it was like 
it was like freshman year of college you know you're like oh my gosh like yes friends like I've known you for 30 seconds and you're my best friend like here's my number and then you like talk once <laughs> I don't know I, I'm not trying to discount my relationship with this new found friend but you know what I'm saying it's just like I feel like it's a really generous and kind thing to do and I don't know they just they treated me so nicely like we got lunch and Starbucks and like I, I just felt really comfortable and really good and just like I feel like it just changed my mind about the way that the world views New Yorkers. You know what I'm saying? That's like this whole roundabout when I was talking about like service workers and whatever <laughs> before. But I just, it was so nice. It was so fun. And now I also have Instagram content for like the rest of my life. So thank you guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just, I think just creating like lasting relationships. It's just, it's the... the I, like just from these two sorry I'm like stumbling over my words but um from these two like positive interactions these were the only two interactions that I had with people other than Reese um because COVID and stuff I wasn't like planning on seeing anyone really um and but like just from those two interactions I've already had so many doors open I have like potential job opportunities and just like things that in the last like year basically that I've been living at home I've been applying to so many jobs in New York and I've just been absolutely ghosted by companies whereas I go to New York for one week and I have all these people being like yes 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 here me me come yes work with me live with me do this you know like I just feel like being present in that city just made like just fostered so many new opportunities for me which I'm so excited for um and that's kind of what I want to talk about today, which is like the creative energy that I felt in New York and how like that kind of just like tr transfers over to my daily life, I guess. Um, yeah. And I know we're already like halfway through the podcast and I haven't even talked about it yet, but <laughs> that's the topic for today. Just in that week there, I felt so crazy inspired. I just felt like I could do anything, you know? There's just like limitless opportunities and so many things to do and places to go and people to see. And I didn't really do any of those because of COVID. I was pretty much inside a lot of the time um, because of COVID. But <laughs> your girl's negative, so we're good. Um, but it just, it's still, even just being there felt like I had this newfound, like, energy of creativity because granted I've said this so many times on this podcast when I've talked about like moving out and living at home and stuff like that um I I'm really lucky to have a space where I can be fully creative and myself and stuff like that so it's not like I'm being held back here at all and I and I love my home and I love my parents and stuff like that don't get me wrong however it's just like it felt like for the first time in the last year, I could finally like spread my wings. You know what I mean? Like I could finally not like be myself because again, I'm fully myself here, but I don't know. I just, it, it felt like I was there and I was like, okay, the life that was put on hold because of COVID is, is it's happening now. Like it's really happening now. And then I had to come home. And literally the second that I arrived home, it just felt like that creative energy was just cut off. Like I literally spent like four days trying to edit one video and I just like couldn't even 
figure it out and I didn't want to do it and I was not motivated and I was like sleeping in and staying up super late and I just like didn't feel I didn't have that mojo anymore you know that New York mojo which was a bummer because I just was feeling so good in New York and so I don't know I guess I'm just trying to figure out how I can cultivate that creative energy anywhere I am you know and so that is what I want to talk about with you right now so I just feel like for starters (laughs) something that's really good when you're trying to cultivate creative energy I feel like I keep saying that (laughs) but that's what the title is called okay so when I feel like if you're trying to do that um definitely like having a space is really important like having a creative space where you can feel free to express yourself and I know that's obviously easier said than done not a lot of people are in a space maybe you're like in high school and you're living with your parents still or oh my god you're me and you graduated And you're just living with your parents still. (laughs) Oops. But, you know, like I think it's just as long as you can like create a space that for you is like inspiring. Like for me, my room is very, a lot is going on all the time. (laughs) But it is really my favorite place ever. Like I just feel really comfortable here. And I feel like I can do so much here, you know, And, and it's really like my space you know I've even though and that's the thing I'm like even though I'm like oh I'm gonna be moving hopefully in like x amount of months and stuff like that like I've always I have always always made it a priority to no matter where I am like even if I'm when I was like studying abroad and was living in a place for three months I would always decorate my room fully like no matter the length of time it has to just be me you know it has to be a space where like I feel comfortable just existing (laughs) you know and maybe that's just coming from like a creative person like sometimes I'll go to like someone else's house and they will have like nothing on the walls like nothing on the walls or like a very minimalist style minimalists I don't really understand I don't really understand like I want to be a minimalist but I no, I don't. What am I saying? Ew. Um, no, no hate against minimalists or people who have like a uh, simplest that not simple, you know, more, more base. Not what am I even saying? Simplified aesthetic <laughs> and just like more reserved aesthetic. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes like a really clean, like really crisp room can be. I'm like, ooh, let me spend some time in there. But like sometimes it just feels cold and dark and I like want I don't know I I feel like I need my space to be like fully my own you know like I feel like if I go to a friend's house and their entire house is just so minimalistic I'm like how do you exist here (laughs) how do you exist here like uh, what like where's your stuff what are you doing like where's your art and your color and like your your messy countertops and don't get me wrong I'm not like a dirty messy person um I I can be like disorderly sometimes like don't get me wrong my room will be a mess often but it's not like it's not like that not that what I mean but I don't know I'm just kind of like sometimes you need that like chaos in order to feel inspired and I, I know that not a lot of people are like that but just 
I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't want to like <laughs> come down on anyone's interior design aesthetics. I also literally don't care what your house looks like. <laughs> so if you're cool, then I'll hang out with you. I don't care about your house, but I do a little bit. I do a little bit. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's just maybe that's just me, but I just feel like creating a space, no matter how long you're there. I mean, I'm not saying like an overnight in a hotel, like bring traveling art with you, but <laughs> what was that? I'm scared to turn around. Um, I'm really going to hope that whatever that weird noise was on my balcony is ice falling off of the roof, but it very well could be an intruder. I have a fear. I'm not even going to, why am I even going to go into this? Because I, again, it's a true crime. Like, I feel like if I say this, that's the thing with my, with my platform being so public and everything being out there, I'm like, ah, someone could figure out where I live and murder me. Like, don't, please don't, please don't. Well, not me. I can't put that out into the universe. <laughs> I can't. I refuse to speak that until it's true. Like, that's not going to be, no, that's not happening. That's not happening. Anyway. Okay. Back to cultivating creative energy <laughs> and something that I recently kind of discovered and by recently I mean yesterday is that I can't keep equating productivity to my mood okay which sounds a little backwards maybe equating isn't the right word but like so often I will be I will have a day where I'm like feeling fine doing whatever you know feeling fine being okay with not being super productive and then I'll remember that I'm not being super productive and I will like get on myself and be angry at myself you know and I'll be like oh it was such a bad day or I'll be like oh it was a bad day I didn't get a lot done oh I don't know today was like a two out of a ten I didn't get a lot done you know, whereas sometimes, like yesterday, when I learned this awesome fact, um, <laughs> I didn't do anything because I was still in this weird, like, post-New York funk of not wanting to do anything. So I didn't do anything. And, but at the same time, I was, like, weirdly hyper all day. I was just enjoying my own company. And I was, like, just bebopping around, having a good time, you know. So while I didn't get anything productive done I had a great day because my mood was just great all day and the second that I was talking about it and I was kind of reflecting on my day and I was like oh I didn't get that much done like blah 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 I was gonna be like what a waste of a day but that's little it's just like not a thing and <laughs> that's not a thing I mean obviously maybe if you're like at your job and you have things you absolutely have to do you know maybe be like oh, a little bit down on yourself for not like doing your job I don't know <laughs> I'm on I'm unemployed what would I know you know um but <laughs> I just think that like I don't know it's 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 easier said than done like literally everything I ever preach is easier said than done but just not having your mood and your general well-being be based off of productivity because it's just not and there's no reason why it should be um obviously yeah sure if you get a lot done that's good to feel good about it but what I'm trying to say is just don't feel down on yourself if you don't get a lot done because that's okay and just like know that it's okay to fail and it's okay to make mistakes and like especially if in doing something creative or kind of like trying to get into the zone like maybe you're going through some kind of like writer's block or some kind of just creative block or anything like if you're like me you come home from New York and you're like what am I doing with my life and you have a mini existential crisis and then just procrastinate until 
you ultimately have to record the podcast and here we are um but you know what i think it's just the thing is like it always passes the writer's block will pass your inspiration will strike again <laughs> and I, it's just it's important to just constantly step out of your comfort zone you know if you're trying to get back into that zone of feeling creative and having that right energy then you just have to challenge yourself and step out of your comfort zone and do things that might seem a little bit scary might seem a little bit weird but you just have to like run through it you know you have to kind of push yourself and just be like just try a whole bunch of new things um I was doing a little bit of research for this and by this I literally mean I decided I wanted to do an episode on cultivating creativity and then I was like you know what should I like google what that is <laughs> I was like should I google should I look up what that is because what if I'm just so far off and just wrong about everything um so I did that and like the second thing that came up <laughs> was this guy's book about um it's like literally a book about teaching children how to be creative um what is it called it's a book called lifelong kindergarten by mitchell resnick i believe and it is i feel like kind of still like reading this excerpt and reading a little bit about it it seems like it's something that is necessary for adults as well because the thing is i think something that we have to realize is that even if you are an adult even if you are in a job that is very adulty maybe you're like a accountant but a real accountant a real accountant maybe you're like a real accountant and or like a lawyer or like a a surgeon or a uh a judge I don't know what are like really serious jobs <laughs> I don't know um but as you can tell I'm literally not going into any of those fields but like maybe I don't know it's like there's no need to fully grow up I've talked about this before I literally stand by this and I know what you're thinking if you are if you're an adult adult as in you're not in your 20s or you've you've had a lot of life lived and you have a lot of experience you might look at me and say oh my god Olivia I'm gonna roll my eyes and disagree with you because I'm an adult you'll grow up and you'll grow out of this phase well here's what I have to say to that adults which I also doubt that there's any adults watching this let me like go let's look at my analytics and see like what the age range of people who listen to this are <laughs> just because I'm curious <laughs> I never look at stuff like this. I feel like I should, but I just don't. 7% is 0 to 17 years old. 46% is 18 to 22 year olds. 35% is 23 to 27 year olds. 7% is 28 to 34 year olds. 2% is 35 to 44 year olds. 2% is 45 to 59 year olds. And 1% is 60 plus. <laughs> Who are you 60 plus year olds? Who, uh, show yourself show yourself let's hang out I would love some advice you know that would be a good episode to have like a someone who's kind of in my same field but we don't really talk about career we don't really talk about a specific field a specific career but someone who is like not related to me so totally unbiased but someone who's like in their 60s like giving life advice and we just chat Ooh, if anyone has any 60 year old friends hit me up because I want to do that. I think that would be a really good 
idea just getting advice from someone who's like actually lived through everything um (laughs) like as i'm saying that literally right as i'm like people who are older trying to give advice hush up listen to me (laughs) but actually listen to me um what i was saying before when i was saying that if you're older you're probably rolling your eyes at me right now but i think that it's so important to never let go of your childlike sense of wonder it's so important and i think that like this book is is called lifelong kindergarten so i think it like life the lifelong makes me think it has something to do with like bringing these habits and teachings into your adult life i have no idea i literally have just read this one excerpt which i'm going to share with you in a minute but we're not there yet um i just think that it's really important to even if you are in a really serious role even if you are in a very like i don't know you like you're an adult and you're working and there's just no no none of that there's no use there's no use in like letting go of your childlike sense of wonder there's no like it does nothing but harm you don't you want to live longer don't you want to have like love and and just life in your heart that like think about if if you think about children if you think about human beings i i recently heard this somewhere i honestly don't remember but i heard someone talking about this and they were saying how um children are born like right when a child is born they are their own person they're their own person and like they have the power to be their own person obviously (laughs) but like for your whole life you are whomever you want to be on the inside it's just your brain in there and it's just your heart in there and obviously you're going to grow up and you're going to have parents or whatever your family dynamic is you're going to have mentors and people who are guiding you through life that are going to have impacts on you but you have to remind yourself and know that like you are an individual human being and the way that you carry yourself and hold yourself should have nothing to do with those people bear with me (laughs) obviously it should have something to do with people i'm very grateful for the way that i was raised and my parents and my family and just my upbringing in general very grateful for that i love that but what i'm getting at and what i believe this person was talking about is just that like every single person is their own individual and they can choose to be whomever they want to be they can choose what kind of life they want to lead and that like we are all our own person and that like the way you act the way you dress the way you just carry yourself and live your life is often just a result of conditioning and just a result of how you were raised and the environment you were you grew up in which is obvious like you guys know this stuff this isn't anything new but I just think that it's really interesting that you can decide to be whomever you want to be and I definitely talked about this in the last podcast because I listened to my last podcast yesterday uh, because I was trying to get inspiration for this podcast but I just like I feel like we need to remind ourselves that we put so much pressure on ourselves to be a certain way because we have a certain job or because we are raised a certain way but like it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to try new things it's okay to quit your job (laughs) like it's okay to break up and move on it's okay to like get a divorce I know this sounds dramatic but like you have to do stuff for you like I don't know why we are still living in a world where it's just every decision we make is just to benefit other people what Like, you would think that, like, we would have a little bit more compassion and love for ourselves since, like, we know that this is our only body. This is our only chance at life, you know? So, like, why would you waste that? 
I did see a TikTok about a girl who was getting some it was something like she was getting advice from people or something you know what I'm gonna find it right now and I'm gonna put it in here okay listen to this I just received the most eye-opening email. I've been collecting advice from older people about what they wish they would have known when they were younger, and you have to listen to this one. One year into being a lawyer, I knew with 100% certainty that I hated being a lawyer. I went to my friends and family, and they all told me the same thing. You just spent eight years going to school to become a lawyer. It would be so stupid to quit now. So I didn't quit. I spent over 50 years practicing law. 50 miserable years. It could have only been one miserable year. But I made it 50. My advice, don't continue to do something that makes you unhappy just because you've invested time into it. I just re- Like, right? Right? I went to school for, I went to school for four years and did fashion marketing. And I loved it. I loved my major. I loved my professors. And I loved SCAD and everything like that. But now I'm out in the world and I realize I kind of hate social media and I don't really want to do fashion marketing. That's okay. Just because I got a degree in it doesn't mean that's what I have to stick with. I learned a lot and a lot of those skills I can incorporate into different career opportunities and stuff like that. I don't regret my decision to do fashion marketing, but it's just interesting that it's we are just structured and like built just in America in general just to like grow up go to school go to school again go to school again go to school again get a job decide at like 18 what you want to do for the rest of your life and then do that and stick with it just because just because someone tells you to just because you feel like you have to I don't know it just feels like there's so much more life to live and I know obviously you can't just like it is so incredibly like just it sounds so kind of ignorant and dumb for me to be like just quit your job and go pack backpack through the Maldives can you backpack through the Maldives I don't know anything about the Maldives isn't that like the one that's literally just like islands maybe don't backpack through there unless you are a mermaid I don't know um but you know what I'm saying like obviously that's not what I'm trying to get at here but I'm just saying do things that make you happy there's no reason why you shouldn't flood your house with art and ugly art too there's no reason you shouldn't be making ugly art and having make your own pizza night and getting messy and and trudging mud through your house like a little dirt's not gonna hurt someone you know like an ugly piece of art like if it makes someone uncomfortable good that is the person you're trying to make uncomfortable you need to have people be uncomfortable and look at that and question their own sense of self and 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 see art in a new way and I don't know. We're humans. We're okay. It's okay to mess up and it's okay to do weird things and and be weird and act weird and be impulsive and act on the instinct of our own bodies and souls and just creative beings. I mean, I don't want to sound crazy, but I feel like I'm kind of onto something here. And I think something that would be why am I in an accent right now? I what is happening? I think something that would be interesting would be as I'm like saying these words of advice and I'm like going on and on and being like this is so important listen to me blah 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 like it'll be interesting to go back and listen to my old podcast episodes like 10 years down the road five years down the road I I need to be better about saving my files and backing things up for this reason just because I feel like one day 
like YouTube or something is all of a sudden just going to be like, we're selling our company to XYZ company and they are deciding to take all your videos and delete everyone's channels. I, dude, I have no idea, but it might happen. So I feel like I want to just save my things. So when I'm old, I can look at them and be like, oh yeah, that girl was crazy. What was she talking about? She thought she knew everything, <laughs> which whatever, who cares? Maybe I do think I know everything. I know literally nothing I know so close to nothing um but I just feel good about knowing nothing you know I feel good about making these mistakes and going all in and just like leading with my heart you know I feel good about being super empathetic to every person I see I feel good about just like flooding my space with color and even if it looks childish like the thing is we need to stop caring about what we think others think about us because most of the time Others aren't even thinking those things about us. Like you have to, the judgment that we have when we think other people's are, people are judging us, it's literally just us judging ourselves based off of what we think others are judging us. But it's literally just us judging ourselves if that makes any sense. I feel like it does. But again, what do I know? <laughs> um, it's just, it's, it's like you just have to just blah, 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 blah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, let me read you these these things that I learned from this book. Um, again, that is Mitchell Resnick's book called Lifelong Kindergarten. Don't know if it's for teaching children or teaching adults how to be kindergartners. I don't know. But there is this part in it called the creative learning spiral, which I thought was super interesting. And it's basically just like, I don't know if it's like a theory or just like a way of learning or a way of like creating, but it's something that is just like a way to kind of express your creative side and your energy and all that stuff and kind of cultivate it, if you will. Um, so it is five steps. It is imagine, create, play, share, and reflect. And then it's a spiral. So then after reflect, it's imagine, play. You know, it goes, it goes in a spiral. It just keeps going. Um, but so, like... You start off with imagination and you just are sparking ideas and thinking of the impossible and thinking as like vastly and widely as you can. You know, you want to create something, but you don't know what. I feel like this is also a really good way to speaking of like writer's block or something or like any kind of creative block. Like this is a really good way to help you with that. So just sparking ideas and just like going as far as you can with your brain and your creative energy and just like thinking it writing these things down like just getting the thoughts out there and then creating it allowing your imagination to become like a physical form literally use every single medium possible everything whether you're writing or filming or painting or using clay I mean I know this is when I say creative energy and like whatever I feel like when I say energy people are like yo what kind of <laughs> What kind of hippy dippy shit are you on? I'm on some good shit, okay? I don't know what it is, but <laughs> it's good. Um, but I it's just when I speak of like creative creativity, it sounds like it's just like an art perspective, but it can really be anything. It can be anything. It can be like if you are again a writer or like you're just not feeling motivated at work, like literally anything. It doesn't have to be like oh, I'm feeling a creative block. Let me go make a sculpture. Like, I'm not very good at sculptures, but that's a thing. 
doesn't have to be good. I don't know. Okay. I need to stop going on so many rants. I feel like people are going to listen to this podcast and be like, why does this exist? <laughs> they're, they probably aren't even listening at this point if they're thinking that. But anyway, um, so yeah, just allow yourself to make, make whatever comes to mind. And I think also, um, and then, okay. And then this goes into the next one, which is play. And that's just all about all about the process over the product. So, and this is like, if you're not feeling like you want to do like art or something, or you're feeling creative in a different way, something that I find so helpful is like moving your body. Even if you're like, if you're dancing or if you're like just being like doing like going on a run, you, I don't like that, but you know, if that's for you, that's for you. But just like really feeling this like creative spark in all different ways like just moving your body shaking it all out you know or like cooking something just like whatever way you feel like you can tangibly get these ideas out it's about just like freeing judgment from yourself and like appreciating and exploring the process right on um and then sharing collaborate talk about your ideas communicate with others get the word out there and like just make others interested in what you have to share I mean not make them I don't know what I'm saying <laughs> um just uh, let it be known that you're doing something that you want others to know about I guess I don't know but just like collaborate and work with the community and also because just collaboration is so insanely powerful because so much of the time you have an amazing idea but you're you're right on the cusp of it, cusp of it but you can't really grasp it all the way and then someone will come around and be like oh you should do this and you're like yes that's exactly what I needed and then you can like hug and go get dinner or something and then lastly in the creative learning spiral you have to reflect just take a step back and see what's happening with what you've done before you start to do it again and you like jump into a new project like really reflect on the process and how you were feeling and everything you were going through in the time and maybe then it'll be easier the next time around you know maybe you won't go through that block again maybe you'll have new ways where you you find what like works for you and stuff I don't really know but I think just obviously I know I talk about this a lot but journaling is really helpful for me I love journaling it's also not only is it a way to just kind of like make my brain into a steel trap it is like it's just a really relaxing way to kind of like unwind and like get out all of my thoughts after I've done a project or an activity or something like that you know what I mean and just really really reflect so yeah this episode has been all over the place all over the place but that's kind of the fun of it, right? Uh, that's why I love this podcast because, and I feel like I'm not going to lie to you, even just in doing, I think this is my like 20 something, 20 something episode. <laughs> um, but even just like 20 or so episodes in, I have gotten so much better at it. Like I just, even though like every week, literally every week and like the day before I'm supposed to post it, I'm like, what do I want to talk about? Like, what is the topic? I don't even know, but I always come up with something. And like it's just feels good to talk to the talk into the microphone and talk to the camera and just like get it all out there and it might be rambly but like I don't care I don't care I don't have that many people even listening to this so whatever one percent of you 60 plus year olds hope you're enjoying it (laughs) um but that's also just on anchor 
that actually might even just be Spotify. Yeah, that's just on Spotify. Let's see what it is on YouTube. Okay, here we go. So on YouTube, if you're watching this as a YouTube video, um, 2.7% of you are 13 through 17. 54.3% of you are 28. Wait, what am I saying? 18 through 24. That's me. That's me just watching my own videos in like a million different private browsers. <laughs> yeah, that's embarrassing. Okay. Um, 25.3% are 25 through 34. 3.5% are 35 through 44. 3.3% are 45 through 54. 4.6%, ooh, little jump there, are 55 through 64. And 6.3% are 65 plus. 6.3%. We've got all the 65-year-olds up in here. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate that. And like a giant majority of you are female. Um, in the biggest range, which is 18 to 24, um, <laughs> which is 54.3%, which is 51.6% of you are female and 2.7% of you are male. That's cool, though. Thanks, guys. I feel like literally the 2.7% is just like Reese. So, hey, thanks for joining. Love you. Um, yeah, okay. Anyway, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me for this fine hour or however long it was. I feel like it's been an hour. I don't even know. Um, I love you guys a lot. Thank you for enjoying my rant. If you enjoyed it or if you endured it, thank you for enduring it. Um, I love you guys a lot and I look forward to talking to you slash ranting to you slash rambling with you next week. I will see you next time. Bye.